In this app, we are going to dive into three core ideas that have helped investors beat the market for over half a century. And guess what? It still works today. Welcome to the Hardworking Investor Podcast. I'm your host, Jack Lyfen. On this podcast, we help hardworking professionals master the stock market so their money works as hard as they do. We show them how to achieve high returns with confidence, providing them with financial freedom so they can focus on living a generous and meaningful life. So if you're a hardworking professional that wants to build their wealth and enjoys mastering challenging and high-value skills, then come along and join us on a journey to master the market. So when I was just out of uni, as an engineering graduate, I had a good paying job and was trying to work out what was next, how to become wealthy and think long term. This took me ages to work it out, going down various avenues and trying to find out those that had the success I strived for and an investment vehicle that I was keen on. Eventually stumbled upon Warren Buffett and read up everything I could. There's so much info that it took me a while before I was out from between the trees and I could see the forest. Through my research, I came across Warren's Super Investors of Graham and Doddsville article from 1984. He hit on a few key points and drilled into the key reasons why certain investors were outperforming the market. They were from different areas while holding different investments to one another, although they all shared a common investing strategy. They searched for discrepancies between the value of a business and the price of small pieces of that business in the market. Then and there I knew this was the key to a successful investing strategy that would protect me from losses and ensure my future investment success. Along with a couple of other additional details from Buffett through his chairman's letters, interviews and annual general meetings for Berkshire Hathaway, Berkshire being the company that he runs, the following three points were repeated numerous times. Think of stocks as ownership of the business, invest for the long term and think for yourself. Sounds simple, but what does each one of those really mean? Well, the ownership of a publicly traded company is chopped up into many pieces. These pieces are called shares or stocks. Stock is a fractional ownership of a business. So when you buy a stock, you own a piece of the business and become a shareholder, or more in Buffett's eyes, a owner of the business. A stock can be traded without regard for the underlying business. But Buffett wants us to think of stocks as ownership of the business. If we think as an owner, we need to understand the business and be happy with the people running the business. Would you want to own a terrible business? Yeah, nah. I'd want to own a great business too. And investing for the long term. So if we own the business, we want to think long term because it takes time for opportunities in, for mispricing to take place. For instance, during 2020 in March and April when the COVID pandemic first kicked off, the stock markets took huge hit and then all of a sudden they recovered within a month or two. During that time, the business's long-term value had not changed as drastically as the stock price, but market sentiment or fear had changed. After a while, everyone realised it wasn't going to be so bad and jumped back on the bus. By thinking long-term, we can see the business through a different lens to the rest of the market. We own the business because we are business owners. There are also benefits to investing long-term. The biggest one for your investment can compound for longer because once you sell, you'll be hit with tax, reducing your return over the long run. That is why Buffett's favourite duration for owning a stock is forever. Think for yourself. When Buffett says we should think, he really means it. 
slowing down and critically thinking about a situation without going off the rails. If you can think sensibly and not react emotionally and not follow the crowd for the sake of it, we can make better decisions. We also want to invest in a business, not trade businesses. Trading is for a short duration and short-term thinking. Fun fact, whenever I hear think for yourself, we hear the starting monologue of Third Eye by Tool. Anyway, if you want to beat the market or the wisdom of the majority, you need to think differently. So, by combining these three ideas together, we can view the stock market and the businesses within through a powerful lens. A lens that will help us find great businesses, think independently to assess opportunities when they arise, and invest for the long term. Now let's use an example to see how powerful this is. Let's say in 2015 you identified Apple as a great business that you wanted to buy. So you waited patiently, put it, added it to your wait list, and you were waiting for the price to be something that you were happy to buy at. In 2016, you got your chance. As the price dropped substantially, so you bought $10,000 worth of shares at a price per share of $25. So you would have netted 400 shares. Now, for instance, say it was January 2020, and you have held on to the shares and seen some great returns. The business is still consistent, and your estimates for the value of the company is still increasing. All the things you look for in a business to hold on to are still there. The price of the stock is around $80 per share, with your investment now worth $32,000. Then all of a sudden, the coronavirus pandemic hits, and the market sentiment changes from optimistic to fear. On Friday, February 21st, the stock is sitting at $78 per share. Through the following week, you watch as each day the stock drops, with more news coming out and more uncertainty. The following Friday, the stock has dropped to $68 per share, a paper loss of $4,800. What should you do? Well, think like a business owner. You've taken an interest in deciphering the potential impacts to Apple that the pandemic might have. You have an idea that Apple has strong fundamentals and financials to continue to operate, even partially. And you have high confidence they'll be able to survive the storm. Your attention then turns to will the business continue to perform once the pandemic resides. Apple's competitive advantages are huge and you still believe it will perform and make a strong recovery. You revise your business valuation estimates with the current information you have and decide on a stock price you would be willing to buy it at say $65 per share for this example. You decide to increase your stake in a great business and buy an additional $5,000 of shares at $65 per share. Then all of a sudden, the stock price continues to go down to $57 per share. What should you do? Well, revise the information you currently have. Is the reason for the stock price plunging because of a material change or is it market fear? You end up deciding to buy more is you have an extra $5,000 waiting to be deployed. Six weeks later, the price recovers back to $80 per share, the storm in a teacup. If you had sold the stock, you would have lost the opportunity to buy back in because no one knows when the price will recover or hit the bottom. You cannot time the market. By January 2022, Apple's stock was hovering around $165 per share. So, If you'd held on to the original 400 shares through till the start of 2022, they would be worth $66,000, or a 6.6 times return in six years. 
if you had sold in 2020 at $68 per share, you would have achieved a 2.7 times return and would have needed to wait for another opportunity to reinvest. Alternatively, if you'd bought additional shares in 2020 at $65 a share and $57 per share, you would have an average share price that you bought in at is around $60.60 and you would have returned a multiple of 2.7 times in that two-year period on your $10,000. That would bring you $20,000 total that you'd invested to a total of $93,000. But Jack, that all sounds great theoretically and with hindsight, no one would have been able to do that in the moment. Well, Guess who else bought billions of dollars worth of Apple stock in 2016? Yep, Warren Buffett, of course. And he has continued to buy when the opportunities have presented themselves. This is the power of having a business owner's mindset, thinking long-term and thinking for yourself. One of the most challenging parts of executing a strategy like this is the mental battles. We'll cover some of those off in the coming episodes, so follow the podcast if you'd like to learn more. Thanks. Hi there. As you can see, I don't run ads in this podcast because I want to provide a great listener experience. In saying that, podcasts grow by word of mouth. If you have found this podcast valuable, I'd really appreciate it if you could share an episode to a friend or a like-minded person in your network. I really believe everyone should have the financial and time freedom to lead a generous and meaningful life. And this is one way you can help. Thanks. Thanks.